0: Hello and welcome to the Talk is 3D podcast episode 3 in season 2. Um, delighted again to be joined by Darren and Kevin Boyce. How are you, Kevin? Uh, uh, I'm good. <laughs> good. Um, Kevin, we'll come to you. And before we start- We'll get you to do the same thing as last week if you sum up the last week as a 3D United fan in five words.
1: Better than the week before.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And Darren? Uh, Better than the car game.
0: (laughs) Um, obviously we're coming to you uh, post the two one victory against Waterford. So Kevin, if you want to jump in and sum up your thoughts of the Waterford game.
1: Oh look fucking uh, four minutes into game. I'll a cross now, really. <laughs> 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 Uh no, look it's a lot, lot better wasn't it. I think um we we were talking about it after the the cock game, the, the leads are kinda of, they're not on for the bouncing back in he like couldn't have bounced back any better, really, could you? Like, I'm, I think we fully fully deserved the win. I think it was uh, a great performance. Like, I don't think it, not only was the and play badly, I don't think anyone didn't play well. If you get me, like, there was no passengers. I think everyone that played were, were very good. There was a great battle, in, like, there was some great hackers going in to get the crowd going. And you could tell that like, the lads really wanted to put things right from the golf game, which is all it took mass for. Like, I think the see Mark Ludden saying that. The, they left everything out the pitch, which is all you can ask for, and that's all we ever do after. And when you do that, and you get the result of as well. Then, um, there are times, like I think credit has to go to Tommy because he changed the system and he changed a few little bits and pieces here and there, and it worked brilliantly. Um, I think having in the back was massive, I think he makes a huge difference having in the back in the team. Uh, I thought Joe Collins was brilliant as well, actually. Another one in there, I thought Joe was brilliant, yeah. It was just great performance. I think they fully deserve the win. to be honest. I don't even think Waterford deserved to get their goal. I think I think really should have won it by more if anything. Um yeah, it's just great there really for everyone and the great phone play.
2: Definitely. And Darren, your little summary of Waterford. Yeah, look, as Kevin said there, Tommy to be fair to me, changed the system, went to four four two. Um I thought the and Red done well together. Uh for a good hour mark and for a good a good spell of an hour anyway we definitely um, the 4 definitely worked Callum and Joe Collins were fighting to keep that taken in the middle and I thought that both of them uh, equally had super performances in there um, obviously Ray got tired as you would expect and we had to get players on I thought as Kevin said there we definitely could have won the game by more Dean George had chances he had chances when he came on Um, even Ray and, and himself had more chances but um, look it was good to get the win. We said it's, like if we could bounce back at all, we would have been happy with a draw. So the way the boys came out, the way the boys performed, um, you can't complain with it. It was an all-round good team performance. They all dug deep, gave 100%. And I thought the atmosphere on the night was, from our own lads, from our own perspective, was very good as well from minute one. you know, So everyone stuck together and we got what we deserved on the night, I feel. Good, yeah, definitely. Um, Massive result. And like you said, the bounce-back ability from this team
0: good so um yeah I suppose we kind of touched on it there and there's a couple of about that but the fact that we were able to change to a 4 this week Darren um, is that down to the attacking options that he can bring off the bench now because you you obviously like you said and I think he said in his interview if we can get Red to run on out for 50 or 60 minutes that's grand we can bring someone off whereas last year we didn't really have end it there now as well is massive so do you think the fact that he can bring off Dean George, he can bring off Jack Ayre, he can bring on Willie Armshaw, whoever else he wants to bring on, is a big factor to the fact that he can play four four two or whatever
2: he wants to play? Yeah, well, it like it's options. You didn't have last year, you know. We still have players to come back as well. I know we're hopefully Connor will be back. So then you put you might have Jack Lynch back this week as well. So there's options all around the squad. And I know I said it at the start of the year, is this squad stronger? I think it is personally. Do you know, um, when you look at the strength and depth and the players we can get off the bench to come in and affect the game, I think it most definitely is. The 4 4 2 for me worked against Waterford. Will it work against every team? I don't know. Do you know, it's, there's a few teams out there that might uh, catch us out with it. But look, take it game by game and week on week. But I think um, it definitely worked against Waterford and having those options off the bench, especially Willie Armstrong. He gives you so much life, doesn't he? When he comes in there, like he's you see it against Waterford, he was at all over from like, um we probably could have won the game 4 or 5 i being honest and, but it, it wouldn't have we would have deserved to, to win it by that much you know and look Huff you know we could just bring all that confidence into the next game I know yeah. Matt um, Keane as well probably got a bit of, he gets a bit of steak now and again after some of the supporters and stuff but um, I even thought he took his goal well I thought he had a good performance all round and he's versatile as well he can slot into the middle there if lads get tired as well around the midfield so look it's good to have those options around the squad and Look, we're all looking forward to Monday night. Now, what should be again, we should be looking to go out and do something similar, I think. And we could definitely take a good result there. Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, Kevin, we kind of spoke, myself and yourself, a little bit about it last week. about <coughs> Obviously, we had our stupid bye week last night, but going into a break like that, and I know we have a game Monday, but the positivity going in compared to losing maybe two or three on the bounce. It's completely different, and hopefully, you can see over the next three games, you have three very winnable games in Athlone, Bray, and Athlone again coming up. So hopefully, the dynamic of that leads us on into these next couple of games.
1: Yeah, I think look, it would have been it would have been tough to go into the break, and like, I know it's only it's only a week, like it's not that big of a thing, but um, it would have been tough to go in after another last. I think the mood would have been down, you know, with everyone, but you see that the players were absolutely buzzing. For the while after the the wonderful game and fans were buzzing, I think like um the whole players, wasn't it? It should help. It should help now going into Monday. I think it helps a little the fact that we actually have the game on the, <laughs> we're we're getting another game to keep things going because obviously missing the two home games after winning the game, you we to getting a bit of a stride, you know. So just go on a Monday and get another good result in that feeds into break and things like that. I think it might help us having that game. Monday as well, but it was, I definitely think it was big. I, we spoke over at the time. It, kind of even stopping the rod if we got a draw would have been good Going to go into the break flat. But to go off the back of fantastic performance and a fantastic result, then the whole mood of the players to be lifted, drawn, just give a little reminder as well to maybe anyone like any fans who didn't know or any of the lives in the squad that we do have quality in the team. Like if We were in the playoff last year for a reason. We were very close to being in somehow managing to get us so in the playoff line. And, the second leg. We usually we have quality in the team um, and unless are still missing a few. Like we saw for a there, we still have a few to come back in. So I think that win will be absolutely a master for, for confidence. And I think it's a it's a good thing that we have again again one that to uh, get out there while the lads are confident and hopefully put another good performance and another good result under the belt.
0: Definitely. And and same with you for a second, Kevin. Darren mentioned there the squad depth. Do you would you agree that the squad depth this year is probably on level if not better with last year and gives Tommy more option when it comes to a match day if he has a couple of injuries or illnesses
1: oh, definitely I think up front anyway, definitely Like I know we're, we're missing people probably in the field with, we spoke about it last week with the last of like Sean McLean and Clyde and all but up front I think like even Wright spoke about it a few times when we had him on and with the question answers we've done with the the players and Tommy with the Blue Army at the start of the season that he wasn't expecting anywhere near as much as he had the last year and he did because we just didn't have other options like when Lads got injured like Dean George got injured now last year we we, just, we didn't really have anything other than Ray yeah we had and, or like, we, like, um, like we we had a few people there who could play up when, if needed but you had to move this around and move that around if, if people weren't available are we're now as you said now we have Dean George there we have Inder we have raised, you know we have Options are wide, we have with like lots of we have Joel, we have McKean, we have um Willie, we have Connor Melody, we have, we have Jack Arrow there. And uh, know we haven't seen much of him yet, but he's another one there. Do you know, like we have options all over now that allows us to change things. The to bit. Tommy changed things at the start again game against Waterford, and then even joined again when Red got a bit tired, he changed it again. Do you know, so we, we can do that, like if things aren't working, we can make those changes and I don't think we had those options a lot last year. It was just if Pan doesn't work, we just have to stick with Pan Air. I did it at times last year. Now Tommy can do a lot of different things like I think the players we have as well are suited for a lot of different formations because a lot of the lads can play in four or three different positions. But it's not just that either it's not just that you have the numbers. It's the fact that in India we have a, a quality quality striker. Like he's not just his goals, I know he's he's been got he's got a few this year like but he just Maybe a step above what, some of what we had back in upgrade right last year. No, no offense to those lads, but there was lads brought in last year that were there. And Even when, when Red wasn't available, they, they never really got a sniff. like In this to a different level to them. he's well proven at this level. and it makes a massive difference. You see the difference even at half-ways. I know there was a change of formation, still, but just having an on the pitch, the difference between the clock game and the water game, he makes a huge difference. So, 100% is way more depth there now.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, look, like you said, options is always good. Now, <clears throat> we'll jump on to the couple of listener questions we have. So, Kevin, I'll go to you, and then Darren, you can you can answer the. the, the I think we've answered a lot of them there, but you can go on the same thing. So, Kevin, is the 4 4 2 formation the one to get us into the Premier Division? That comes from the 3D Football podcast.
1: <laughs> 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 Hopefully. Um, no, look, I don't think, Look, it worked against Waterford, but I don't think you're going to be. You're gonna be stuck you now for for good, you know. Like um like I said, just spoke about it. We we have options to try a lot of different things and like Sammy tried a certain thing against Park and like best up certain way against Park. it didn't work, we tried something different, Switched things up against Waterford and it did work, but like Darren the said, there's gonna be teams there that'll be well suited to go up against the 4-4-2 as well, you know. but at least now we have the option that we can try that and if it's not working, it doesn't take much for a little bit here and there to do other things like we've already tried four three three and stuff like that this year so I, I don't think it's going to be four four two every single game from here I know just because we won one game but and um, look it worked, it's a good option to have because I thought Red had his best game of, of his whole time at 3D the other night. So it's a good option but um I, I don't I don't think it's going to be that for for every single game no, but luck in a matter of what formation we use end up with Premier.
0: Yeah and Darren
2: Yeah. But following up with that, I think um yeah, Look, it's not gonna work in every game. It's different different teams, different formations, you know. So as I said earlier, look, maybe going into that loan it is probably another game we could go into four four two. Um, maybe up against the likes of Clark and them you might have to change things up and be more careful. But um look, credit to Tommy. A lot of people were saying we needed to mix it up and to be fair to me, done it straight away and something similar on Monday night. And we got happy hopefully a few goals as <laughs> well. Um
0: I think Are we spo- spoiled for talent up top. Um again from the 3D football podcast, was the ref actually good for once on Friday night, Darren? <laughs> <laughs>
2: do you know what the right? Yeah, it's had the ref. So, um obviously there's a there was a few challenges in the game. The Whiteford player getting sent off. To be fair, we probably didn't say it, but it did have a massive effect on the game as well. Um, For about 20 minutes in the first half, we were under a bit of pressure, but of course that helped. But he was off his feet. It was reckless. And was happy that it didn't affect Enda, because it was down for a while, and Enda would have been an absolutely massive loss for us. So it was OK. And as you said, look, these things happen in football, and we deserve to win the game throughout anyway for how hard we worked. But um, yeah. I'd be happy enough with that, just wait. And
0: Kevin, would you agree that Gavin Colfer did, did a good job on Friday? We usually do slate referees, so
1: <laughs> to be honest, I actually thought that I made a little bit harsh, but uh, actually, my first saw it, I think. now honestly, like when, when, <laughs> when I when I first saw it, I thought that like with with how long in they stayed down, he must he must have got faster to me, and I think one of the legs near me, what we thought happened is he tried to spin into the ball went over it and we, we weren't sure how much contest he made within there but with how long in that stayed down it was obviously um it, it was obviously a, a bit of an impact But other than that, um I don't see how he can make all the wrong decisions too i, don't think that I it so, no, he did he let the game he let the game go a bit I think there was a few hard hackers from from both teams and no he wasn't For these um League of Ireland officials you can guess the Alan Pattle who just wants the game to so all be about him, you know so he just he just let the game go and He actually let the game be about the players, which is not always the case in League of Ireland.
0: Yeah, and I suppose on that, we like you said, we probably got a bit fortunate with the with with this. Let's say our sending off or their sending off. But I suppose it kind of works in circles, in the especially in this, you've no VAR, you've no know, real appeals process. That you look at the playoff. I know you can't compare a match against Waterford to the playoff, but we get probably an unjust a good couple of last year on Just Red cards, so it could be its way of whacking itself back around and you, you get some and you, and you lose some as well, Kevin.
1: Yeah, but even at that, like, to be honest, I, I, I can't make a, a real proper judgment on, on Waterford right? because I haven't I haven't seen it back. Like, at just at the time when it happened, and obviously it was at the other side of the pitch, I thought it was a bit harsh, but like, within the stand down for long, I don't think he's going to do that for Martin and you could see it wasn't just one of these I'd stay down and try to get him booked, he, he was hurt, like, and as Dan said, and God, it was not morphed. So, like between one leg next to me thought the right card with half, the other leg next to me thought the right was and breaking his leg, so yeah <laughs> that, shows the, that shows the difference, so, but I, I have to see it back, so, I, I'm not even saying it was definitely a mistake, it was just at I it didn't see. It's, yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just, but he like, look, all you want really from a referee, especially some of these league of Ireland referees, just, just let the game go, just let the game go and stop trying to make it all about the person the rest against Waterford uh, let that happen so it's a good quality game I thought it was actually a, good, a great game to watch with tackles flying in from board and both teams were, were well at it Like so I thought it was actually a very enjoyable game to watch and like, I know Cork wasn't enjoyable because he got battered but it just wasn't a good game to watch either I thought whereas um, after the Waterford game was and I thought some of their players showed some good quality as well And um, Patterson is, it, is that he's name? Patterson yeah I thought he was good to watch. Right? He was, he was particularly nice and Yeah, I thought it was a good game. I thought the left edit. It. Perfect. Perfect.
0: Um, Darren, I'll go to you with this one. Again, from the 3D Football Podcast. What did the Blue Army plan to do with the money raised with memberships?
1: Like <laughs> Jerry <up>. ODs.
2: <laughs> Buy Jerry oldies. Um, Obviously, it's a big massive of help. Um, getting fans to away games is, is the main priority. We've always said that. Uh, every member will get a membership card. We're gonna have a few raffles for Ireland tickets and maybe a few three United games as well. to we'll do raffles for tickets for those games. Um, we're gonna have a bit more color to the ground, so I know I'm on to that there at the moment. We're trying to get some um some new flags and stuff for the blue army and one or two flags of players uh, as well. Like, so look, all these things help you know. Um, it would be nice to see a bit more color around the ground. We, as you remember back in the Limerick days we had that big massive blue and white flag and yeah. That's probably no use to us now at the moment. So if we get something Yeah, wait. We paint to something. If there's a good paint out there we'll pay them to paint a bit right of the flag, but no. Yeah, just all, all small things like that. But um it's a massive help to us, you know. Um about forty times now the price of diesel's gone mad and stuff and I know it's went down a bit, so hopefully these bus companies give us a little bit of help. Not crazy prices, but uh um, look, every every penny we get in is is going back. out. it's going to be, it's going to be a, a massive help to us. Uh, the buses are the big one for us. Like we want to get fans to away games, we want to be behind the team, and we want to be loud and vocal. And as you've seen on Friday night, it's a massive help to the players. They love it. Like you know, you see Jack Brady, they're coming over after the game, giving a, giving the, the fist to the fans and get the fans going. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. Spoke it and young lads and older lads to games and enjoy, enjoying every bit of it. You know, um, we were long enough without senior football here now for the last few years, so that's exactly what it's about. And um, we appreciate all the support we get, Jimmy. Yeah, hundred percent. And I suppose Kevin,
0: just touching that again, whatever about getting your card and getting this and getting that, it, it is the base of it. Is just to get more people to go to games to get a bigger bandwagon together and and push on to what it was a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, that's just, That's what we're all about. That's why I think me, Dan, and two other lads even rather to start the Blue Army uh, years back when we did. it, uh, like that's how you get people hooked, and that's how you get the next generation of fans, and that's how you you make things enjoyable. You know, like um, I think it shows when when the place is rocking and when the atmosphere is good. It's it's just more enjoyable. Like we we've seen it every single way. Like we had a great result last year. With myself and Darren were in the ground just the two of us and the great results were, they were great it was nowhere near as good as when you have fans and we've seen it down through the years with the last club and all this thing when things were going bad and the crowd turned and there was not many people in attendance it, it's just not as nice but when you see like even later on in the water for game there when the lads gave it the boost and the players got going and you see even like young kids all over the fence joining in like I saw a lot of them again on Friday, like there was young kids that complete off the side of the end of us down and singing along with the with the songs and I think um uh, Lou Kennedy sent us a video of his son Zach, singing along with the songs and it, things like that' it's that because like that that get young people hooked into a club like um it really is like there's young young lads their age they're not going to remember. Ah uh, Jesus, remember Joe Collins played well and we beat be wild for two one What they're going to remember is the night when the first was absolutely rocking and there was fifty, hundred, two hundred, whatever there was lads going mental in the stand. Like I don't know my earliest memories and what that means. So the whole league world was going to games and there was a, a different group of all the lads that were there making a bit of noise and that's kinda of when I realised it wasn't just English football, that you can make this happen at home and yeah, Look, if yeah. we get the money and we can get the buses to away, there's, and things like that, that that really get people hooked into that and it gets people involved with the club you know, and gets people hooked in and it's good for the players and we can bring a good crowd away to support them and, all. and we do really really appreciate everyone that does um, for us to do it it does really really help and we do really really appreciate it and we're going to try start a few things through the to make it work for people as well like Dan said try to do a few here down there and we'll try to start a few other things as best we can to make it work for people but we do really appreciate it and it does really
0: help yeah, 100% yeah definitely Um, moving on to Luke Kennedy Uh, t, 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 so sh- again about the four four two. surely playing a four four two formation and then Red looked very well up top we had options when we kicked long two, also Dean George could fill in Uh, Darren yeah,
2: yeah I think we've answered a few times that already. yeah <laughs> Look, there's gonna be games we're gonna to have to mix it up. But for now, look, the next probably your next three or four games you could be looking and saying, Yeah, let's go four four two, go out and get the win. That's it. And...
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think I think, what, I think he made a good point there, though Luke, even about Dean George and like that even shows those um
2: exactly
1: yeah. the, the, yeah, the way we were talking about having more strength and depth, like we even have the choice there, say with Dean George. So we can even say four four two different ways. Yeah. You know, because the strikers we have, like Red and Inde are one partnership. Inde and Dean will be a completely different partnership with Brunt, as would Dean and Red. You know? so we can even play four or for two different ways to suit yeah. different things. You know, like Dean has that extra little bit of pace that maybe the Boat Lads don't have. I'm not saying that the Boat Lads are slower or anything, but I think Dean has that little extra bit. He's a different kind of player, so we can even do the same formation a different way. Yeah, you know, that, well, that
0: that mm-hmm. that yeah yeah 100% where does Jack Lynch go into the team and if for, for who if he does go straight back in Kevin
1: Oh, <laughs> who's, who's after asking that question Luke Kennedy sorry <laughs> Jack you're actually okay. not going back <laughs> no I think look to be honest I think there's, there's no hope Jack doesn't go back into the team it's just well, probably not straight away after the Walsh game, but he, he, he'll get back. He, look, he He's going to go back in there. He's going to go back in the field. It's just, it's just a tough shout, really, isn't it? Uh,
0: but I suppose, Kevin, just going on what we were talking about, that's a great sign for us because, a great sign for Tommy, not for us, but the fact that there can be that kind of indecision. Your club captain has to come back and you don't know where you're going to put him or who's going to miss out because you're playing well and you have a system that works. And even, I think the only game we didn't play well in, Cove maybe and, and, and Cork but other than that the midfield has been pretty flawless Like and, and another question was up about Callum you said and Collins who have all not really put a foot wrong for the whole season so it's a great sign Yeah
1: look yeah we've got options there but I think um um we spoke to myself and Dan spoke to someone before the wall for Ken I won't say who was we spoke to someone and they made the point that maybe um, they thought it would really help Callum to have Jack in there with him because even though <laughs> Jack is young his experience and he'd be able to talk Callum through a game a bit more you know, like obviously Callum has played very well but having a, an experienced head to tell him maybe this is where you go this is when you this, this, is when you do this this is when you do that would really help him and I think um, having Joe in there with him against Waterford really did help with that as well so whether it be Joe or Jack like there's, there's things like that help and so I think having Jack in there for that because for a young lad he has a lot of experience in the and obviously he's our captain but when you look at it, I was just thinking there, just when you ask the question who could be on my field, even at that, we have Jolo, we have David, we have Callum, we have um Colin Conroy, still around. we have uh Mark Wall, that, you know, it's like we have some good options in there, so that's another spot, like, that's, I think we're a bit lighter, we were a bit lighter recently because we had, like, the Jack wasn't available and stuff like that, and just, that's another place where we have good options and they're all different kinds of players, again, depending on what yeah. Tony wants to do in the game, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, <clears throat> uh, uh, Darren,
0: what about you? Who does Jack go in for if he does go straight back in?
2: Uh, it's, it's not going to be easy to throw straight back in, is it? No. But, uh, after how they played against Warford. but um, yeah, I think Kevin hit the nail on the head there. His experience for um for Kyle McNamara would be absolutely huge, though. Um, as I said, he's the club captain, he can push him as far as he can push him. I think Callum is going to be a fantastic player. Uh, if you have the options, you like you have Joel who can easily get back in there. Um, Colin Conroy, for me, as I said earlier at the start of the season on the podcast, I think he's the one to watch. Um, I, t- I think I think I'm hoping he gets into the team soon enough because of what I've seen him in pre season, he's a really good, really good player, and um. Yeah, I think we, we have exciting options, and it's it's good to see. And um, Yeah, but I, 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 I do think Jack will slap back into the midfield sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll continue with Luke's question in a second, but something I think we forgot to mention is how good Jack Brady was on Friday night. He came under a bit of flack, I think, for the court game, and I, I think it's very easy to blame a keeper on a lot of things, but he was absolutely savage on Friday night, Kevin.
1: Yeah, he was excellent, absolutely excellent, and um, like like I said already, I thought we deserved to win the game a bit easier, but only for Jack to yeah, rob something from the game that I don't really think he deserved, and uh, if I'm remembering right now, because my memory isn't the greatest, I think even the goal, didn't he make a great save, and the ball right. came back out of the lad's head, wasn't it? Yeah, so even without, that, what can he do about that? he just made a great save, it was unfortunate that it fell to who it did, but... Even after that, he made some fantastic sales later on, I thought he was absolutely brilliant, and he wouldn't obviously he wouldn't have got to three points at all without him. So it was great for him um, to come back. But like you said, maybe a few people were were questioning him um, with some of the things for cost. and you know, I think, that, to be honest, not to say Well, his hands up for a few of the mistakes he did make, to give talk But like the team itself. What a way to bounce back! All you can ask for after nights like that. It's the bounce back and absolutely excellent in the against all
0: Yeah, definitely. And Darren, we literally, before this podcast, this started, we were speaking about having a top-class keeper can set a platform for the rest of your, the rest of your season and your attack because you can have a great attack and like you said, when you go 4-4-2, teams are going to pick you off. So if you have a keeper who can make save after save like Jack did and like we had Ty Glasser mm-hmm. and Jack following on from Ty even, it's it's such a bonus for a team to have.
2: Yeah, it was, look, we know Jack's a goalkeeper. He's been around. He he's he's a near season veteran on the league. I mean, he's played a good few. <laughs> he's played a good few games in the Premier as well. Do you know, he's he's time with Shelburne, Probably he he'd feel he would like to get into the team more. But um, I know he had a full two years ago when we were Limerick FC as well, and. Uh, I remember I think it was a four three game or something like that. We went up to and he pulled off Dabros sales like it was when we had that team with John Flyn on them and, and look, Jack's a good keeper. He has top performances in him. I think it was more so sort of the clock game, he was more attacked himself more than any fans um, you with know, um, Yeah, He he wants to have good performances. He he takes football very seriously and you see there at the end of the game what it means to him. Um I think disguise the limit for Jack and I just go, I just hope it don't go like Tiger. I hope he's at 3D for a long time. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we don't want we don't want to be losing our best players going forward either. Like in, um, I think Jack Brady would be a vital part of where we want to go and what kind of a platform we want to set for the future. Like definitely, definitely.
0: And um, Kevin, sticking with Luke again. Uh, how good is Callum in the field? And is Kevin fired yet? <laughs>
1: I get fired every week.
0: <laughs> we have to beg you 10 minutes before the podcast to come back <laughs> I like get
1: fired most of the time for the things I say that don't get, make it in that you've said it out yeah <laughs> <laughs> if they heard that they understand why I'm fired every week <laughs> <laughs> to be honest I let you just start the thing this week most weeks you just start the floor times over me
0: yeah. we, we got straight into it this week <laughs> yeah, I, didn't,
1: I didn't get fired this week at all yet, but uh, yeah I'm um, To we fear not we're
2: reading this one like so, I mean, we're recording this, reading this, shall we? yeah. <laughs> it's an early, as energetic as it would be as a night recording. I think
1: yeah. dancers were <laughs> reading as if we, as if we have scripts.
2: We're <laughs> like you the couldn't talk- at WrestleMania. We're reading it off a script, yeah.
1: You couldn't talk as much bollocks as we do if we had a script. Ah, next player again for that. But, uh, what was the other yeah. pair? Callum, is it?
0: Callum, how good is Callum? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think um, we. Callum shot signs last year. Didn't need it. He was going to be a good player. I think a few, a few of good few spoke about him last year and coming into this year. And I think he's had a, a great start to the season in different roles. Like you just spoke about it earlier again, Jamie, about um, like we spoke about his role at Wexford and how different it was in in other games. And like I, I think if he gets the guidance he needs and. Once he really, really, you know, I think he's going to be a, a very good player at this level. I think he's already shown signs of great quality you know, and great composure. I think he, he's had a great start to the season, bar maybe the Cork game. But in fairness, no one at all played well in the Cork game. That just, it just it just, didn't happen for us that night for anyone. So we're not going to hold that against anyone at all. I, I think he's had a an absolutely great start to the season. But I think there's also signs there that he can just get better and better as well, which is very exciting for the club.
0: Yeah, definitely. And Darren, like we said, Callum, who's never played League of Ireland football before last year, and and like you said, last year he I suppose he had kind of Jack and Mark Walsh in around him, and he's going to have that again. But we we probably we expect him to go to to higher than what we've seen so far. Even
2: yeah, well, look, this is his breakout season, isn't it? And you could see glimpses of his ability last year. A lot of people t- uh, took him straight away. I know there was a good few going up to the playoffs that went him to be starting the game as well. So. Look, I think it's a massive year for Callum. He just needs to take on the advice he can get on boards from the likes of Jack and all other players in the squad, maybe Mark Ludden and other people like that, and um, just keep improving. Um, I think uh, you- he- he's going to be a real top player. So, uh, yeah, we're happy to have him here, and let's hope we have him for a long time as well. As I said, exactly. I don't think as yeah.
1: well. I don't think as Jimmy. People realize how big the step up actually is. Yeah, from, from like I. Th- I think there's still this thing from maybe years and years and years ago where people thought, like, the top junior clubs around would would be a match for this League of Ireland team and that League of Ireland. They're nowhere near. Like, no. like, like, you still get this in, in, in Limerick even at times. And to be fair now, like, even speaking of Limerick, they have some top, top junior teams with some top quality. Like, the likes of Fairview yeah. and, and Pike and all have fantastic teams. I'm, I'm not saying this to cut them down at all. They're excellent, they're top quality players, like, both of them and other teams in Limerick junior football in around have players that could easily step up to League of Ireland level. Both of them do like um, but the actual step up in terms of quality, overall quality is way bigger than people think. You know, like the, the worst team in the first division moved back to most junior teams. Like I am yeah. sorry, but it's just it's, it's just true. Mm. When you look at the there's lads there who, who didn't make the cut it's uh, Limerick F C and even lads there who last year didn't make the cut at uh, Freeydi, who got nowhere near the team, like who were like over because they didn't get game time, and they're going to go back to good junior teams and be some of the best players. Yeah, yeah. In there, like So to step up just from having never been at League of Ireland level to step up from from the junior game and do as well as Callum done is very very impressive.
0: Yeah, and 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 just to say on that really quickly, um, the fact that you're getting good football on your doorstep like the league we give out about the league a lot and a lot of people do but the league itself and I even saw some of the goals in the Premier Division last night and a couple of the first division the level of football in the league now has improved massively going on what you were saying there Kev like it's 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 a complete over the last couple of years it, like like you said a couple of years ago there's, there was this idea that good junior players could start for Limerick FC could start for your local teams blah 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 but there's a lot more technical sides to the game these days
1: oh yeah like when I first started going it was it was it was like the lower leagues in England it was just whoever had the biggest strongest team and hoofing it up to each other and that's how it was but like you can really see it on the top the, the top level say like the, the top premier the likes of the Derrys and the overs technically it's gotten very good but even ourselves like we're not just hoofing the ball around the place and we're trying to play we've technically good players we're trying to play a good style and like to be fair I'm, I'm not putting us down or anything we're one of the, the smallest clubs and weakest clubs in the League of Ireland because we're an amateur club so and we're still we're still doing that and we still have quality like we still put in some quality performances and stuff like that it's gotten a lot lot better and yeah it's just it's the gap from from this to junior and like like I said I'm not putting anyone down in junior I'm not doing anything like that because especially not in Limerick because the, there is very very strong teams and very very strong players and there and is they all know where you live
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and look, anyone can know where I live I'm not bothered about that I'll still say what I have to say but, um, I, don't, I don't think many of them are going to come up to the middle the west and defy me to be honest but uh, <laughs> it be long going back out <laughs> but I'd like to say of you and Pike, let's be honest they do have lads who, like, who could come in and start in League of Ireland and who yeah. could probably go to, to higher levels than the first division in League of Ireland but full squads and team they're they're nowhere near. Like there's, there's still people who think there is, but they're not. They're not like there's lads there now at 3D mm-hmm. who aren't getting a look in and if they got released in the morning and went to junior they'd be one of the best there again. you know but yeah. look, I, like I said, I do I really don't want it to sound like I'm trying to put down junior in any way because they do great work and they work hard as well for their clubs. And I think Limerick probably has the best junior league in the entire country, like I know, just a lot of top Dublin clubs, but that's you know, what I mean, it's a bit easier up in Dublin. Like, considering even I don't think any of the cock clubs really match what we have here in Limerick Junior wise. So all oh, credit to them, but League Warren is a whole other world.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, just following up what Kevin said there, just following up that, like I spoke to a pipe there recently. I think it could have been there, Jamie, like Shane Walsh, and we know he'd he be one of the better junior players in town. And I, I just passed the question to him: Would you consider getting back into the league? Because he's young, Joe. Yeah. And he, he even answered me with that. He said, it would take me five to six months to get up to pace with League of Ireland football. Yeah, So that shows you. He knows, like there's players out there that know that it's a massive step up. And he and he could do it. He's, he could, he's one of these players that could definitely do it, you know? 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. He was honest. He said it to me. I was in a conversation, I think it was about three weeks ago, and he said it would easily take me five to six months to get up to pace with League of Ireland. So there's yeah. your honesty, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I think that is the, kind of the old school of view to things, though. Is that you know, like like you like say, Kevin, the, the game. I would like the game has transitioned, but like there is an old school view around, and not just Limerick in, in the whole of Ireland. I think that even in Galway, like that, the likes of our view and all this could could take like a Galway. Do you know, it it just can't happen anymore. That's the old style thing. That yeah, and it's, yeah it's, well, it's,
1: it's, it's kind of, it's, gotten, it's gotten a bit better now. Be fair, like I think yeah years back. There was the majority, well not the majority, but a lot of the lads involved with junior clubs um wouldn't have even wanted senior football to do well. They, they didn't want it. They wanted it to just be the big fish. They wanted to uh senior football to be terrible and this and that. But there's a lot more kind of cooperation and support there now for senior football. Um, which there there is still the view from some old timers that do you know what I mean. Like, as you were saying, there that they could take them in this and that. But like if we could ever fully get rid of that in Limerick, just speaking about in Limerick. And get everyone pulling in the same thing, we could really take off football-wise because there's quality players, as we said, in the junior ranks here. And even at that, I think if with a, with a bit of thought, like the junior clubs will realize that if a lad does come up, it's good for them too, you know, that if a player are progressing, he could move on again. Like we've had the likes of Sir Dorsey came through senior football in Limerick, and look at him now. We had the um, the likes of Paddy, who's over, like doing great stuff with, um. Bradford at the minute like who came through like it'd be great if lads could progress like that and anyone who doesn't make it goes back having been at a different level different training going up against better opposition and they go back to doing the football even better like how many lads from say started underage under 19s or whatever with Limerick didn't really break into the team got a few games around it for a while and went back and done great stuff in junior football but hopefully that's the coming years to come
0: yeah definitely um Okay, so Robert Brennan comes in. I think this is a really, really good one. Um, and I'm going to say, I know you'll both say Anto O'Donnell, but I'm not going to let you use that as an answer because that's a cop-out. So if you could sign mm. any player during the summer window within reason to the current squad, who would it be and why? Uh, Darren, I'll go to you
2: first. You <laughs> well, just going back up. on that one there, like you Junior, coming into the squad. I think if you ask any three in friend or leds around, they'd probably say Shane Duggan. <laughs> you know, if you were, he's very honest. Like Shane, he's a League Shane of Ireland
1: player playing junior. That's what he's doing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's exactly what he's doing. But uh, no, look, Shane would be Shane wouldn't take long to get up to pace with League of Ireland. Um, he does his own spinning classes all above there in the Fairview, so he'd be fairly <laughs> fit. He'd be, he'd be he'd be he'd be ready to go. You know, so if you want a player to sign this summer, look, I'd love to see Shane dug him back in Limerick senior football. Yeah, I think a lot of people would, and Kevin.
1: Um, is we going realistic, yeah. Is that what you said?
0: Yeah, like so. yeah, realistic. Last year you used to have list of players. You were saying, <laughs> in the. You were saying you actually said in the last year as well. Um, so I'm, uh, yeah, realistic enough, like to to what we can Jack, do.
1: Jack Doherty, Jack Doherty, Jack Doherty at Wexford. Um, yeah, I think we uh-huh. had him at Limerick. We had him at Limerick when he was younger. It didn't exactly work out, but I just think um. It's kind of, we spoke about it a bit. We spoke about, I think, the last podcast we've done about missing Sean McSweeney. And I think if he was fit, Jack Darty would be a great one to kind of go into that role in behind the strikers and do that kind of job that Callum was doing up in Wexford. Um, I think he's, he's one of them players he, he seems to have done well every time he went to Wexford. And every every time he's left them, he went to Longford and all as well. I think he hasn't done quite as well. But if you could get the best out of him, I think um, he would really suit what we need at the minute. In terms of just someone to maybe link up midfield and attack, and I think he'd be quality. He'd be a quality player to to get in if we're talking realistic. Good,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, you, like, you like that one, though? I did that like that. One. One, okay. That was a very good one. <laughs> that was very good. Um, okay, so at coming up Monday night, and I suppose we might as well have a look at Bray as well Friday because we probably won't get to do a podcast between here and then. So. Kevin, let's go with your thoughts for Athlone, follow up by your thoughts with Bray and then Darren will come to you.
1: Yeah, look, I think um, obviously yeah, on are bottom of the table. Um, it looks like a winnable game on paper, but they've gone and got their first point last night, didn't they? They
0: did, yeah. They, yeah
1: they, got their, they got their first point of the season last night. So, you know, like, talking about us coming out of the, the break, uh, a bit confident now. I know, I did, look, it's just a point, but your first point of the season could lift a bit of a weight and they could come in a bit confident and um, stuff like that. And it was it's a game, really, I think we should be looking at winning, especially after the Waterford game. We should be looking to add to them. There's no reason why we can't win. Winning, it, it'd be great to get another home win, get two in a row and get things rocking like that. Um, I won't lie and pretend I've seen any of that loan this, this season. I haven't. Um, just looking through their squad, um look to have obviously the mock and stuff like that. And like we know Stephen Kinney there yeah, is a good player, we know Martin Russell plays a certain way, but well it, it's not doesn't seem to be working out too too well at the start of the season for him which he needs the kind of quality through that. Uh yeah, we should be looking to win the game. I think it's it's a bit early in the season to be expecting to win the game, but I think coming out of the water I think the lads will be looking at as well as a very winnable game and tight it. And then, It'd be great to to just get it to roll into Bray, but you'd never know. Like you see, even last night, um, I think even even though like the likes of Cork won, it wasn't very easy for Mother again. No, it was
0: quite low it's scoring. Easy. I think there was two two 2-0 wins and two one one draws or a two one win or something like that. It was very
1: no, yeah. No one, no made it easy for anyone. Like there's not much between every single team after the full time teams. You know, like I know, I think it's already kind of looks like it's going to be Cork and Galway. It out for the league. I know a lot of people, a lot of quality but after that, a lot of us are kind of to bunched together, so you can't be expecting too much, but it's definitely a game I think we should be massively targeting three points. Yeah, and
0: and looking to hit the Bray after that.
1: Um that's that's always kinda of, they're always decent enough, aren't they? And I think the they were last year what they are this year. They're not spectacular, but they're good enough to be up around, you know, and they are going to be up around the playoffs spot. And stuff like that. Under there, they can be very, very good. They have some quality players, like like the kind of Clifford and uh Curtis Bourne, and obviously you Douglas is back there now as well. And uh, they've gotten Carey Mar, Cairn, I can't say it, Cairn, Marty Waters who caused us all kinds of problems,
0: yeah, uh,
1: against Kevin Daly last year. But they're they're one of ones. It all depends which player turns up because they can be very, very good or they can be terrible. But they're ne- It's an, It's never an easy place to go. They're always kind of tough to break down. So that would be a game. Um, even if you could get four points from this week, it would be massive. Do you know, and keep up around them then because I think it's really going to be Bray or Sells, probably Longford maybe are yeah. going to be the three. Maybe Wexford, depending if they keep up the bit of form that they have. I know the last. I know the last. Um, last night, but that was to Car. You know. Um, but I think definitely Bray or Serns and Longford are going to be the ones battling out for playoffs behind 15. Waterford. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's like, it, it, it is, it's it's just a matter of, but it, it can be the same with us, you know, because you, you look at us against Cork and you look at us against Waterford and you think it was two completely different teams and it's like that with Bray. So hopefully we get the win Monday and it takes a lot of the pressure off. Yeah, it, actually, end. You know, it won't be the end of the world if we lose the game and if we get a point, it'll be great. And obviously if we get a win, massive. Even better, yeah. Uh, Darren,
0: your thoughts ahead of Atlone and then Bray?
1: Yeah, well,
2: um, I think Atlone is the one we have to be having that win, you know. Um, mm. as Kevin said, we know what Matt Ross is about. We know what we can kind of set up and play. Um, it might take a, his project there might take a while. So, yeah, if it is a game. We'll go into the game as favourites, and you'll be hoping to take three points for that game and win. Um, I do think the Bray game would be a lot more difficult. Um, as I said before we come on, I'd be happy with a point out of that game if we could get four points out of the next two and then we meet at loan again. You'd be very happy with going to that loan and have the possibility of you know, seven points, you know? Yeah. Nine points obviously would be the dream, but I'd be very happy to go to Bray, take a point and then meet at loan again. Look, but this division is unpredictable. We know, we know anything can happen in it. So, yeah. Um, we have to be on our game Monday night. We have to be ready enough for it. And um, we, uh, as you said, we have to take our chances as well because, as I pointed out earlier in the podcast, I think um, there was a few chances against Waterford we should have put away. So let's hope we go out, come out firing um, for the positivity and get the result on Monday and build the platform for, there for the rest of the few games we have coming up. Definitely.
0: Um, before we do predictions, <clears throat> we... We kinda of spent a lot of last season looking at the table and looking at uh oh we're four points ahead of playoff, blah blah blah. But like you said, Kevin, it's very, very cramped in there at the moment this year. Um like you're looking at looking at the, the standings at the moment. we're sitting in sixth after last night's we're a point behind uh Bray, point behind Waterford where we're four behind or point behind Langford, four behind Waterford, and then like you said, Galway and Cork have kind of taken off in their own. Now ourselves and Longford only have five games played where everyone else above us has seven and eight played. But looking at your looking at the table, would you prefer to be one of those teams with the games played and the points on the board, or are you happy to be entreated with a couple of games in hand and and, and and breeding down their
1: necks? Um to be honest, I think it's it's very early to care either way about that like you know if it was later on the season I think I'd want the points on the board but uh, the way it is at the minute um, I don't think it, it really matters too much but it's kind of hard to tell with the table because of that you know like this person there and that team is there but like you said we've three games in hand on some of the teams don't we or two at least we've
0: three on Cork two on Galway Waterford and Bray
1: yeah like I think it kind of I would have rather had the games played and had the points I think ideally but it hasn't worked out too bad, considering this stupid boy that it's just a matter of one of our games just got delayed really by three days, do you know yeah. like instead of play instead of playing last night, we're just we're gonna play lawn on on Monday, so we're not at that too much of a disadvantage, you know um but if you win that then that's great, and we're back up and then I think I think, yeah, ideally, I'd like to have the games played and have the the three points from the two if we could do it like that but. Look, it's not it's not too big of a deal this early on in the season. You know, we'll see soon enough, I think maybe what, ten, fifteen games in you'll see the way the league is is really shaping up and hopefully by then we're we're still in the mix.
0: Yeah. And and Darren, as we had Tommy on one of the first podcasts last year, and he said it's around eleven to fourteen games, you see where you're going to end up really. That's they very rarely fluctuate after that. So yeah looking at where we are now, would you be happy if we, if we could you, kind of did continue
1: you this? Did you just do that just to be awkward, Jeremy? Which? Which are, which are 11 to 14, just after I said 10 to 15, like you just had to go one up. And <laughs> no, one up. no, no, that's
0: what Tommy said last year. <laughs> <laughs> Only going off what the boss said. Um, so there you now, would you be happy? In July,
2: July and August are the fighting months in the division. We know that from last year as well. We could nearly pinpoint in July and August last year who was going to fall away and who was going to be competing for playoffs, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, you, you'd you agree with that. You'd stay on that, that, that. Yeah.
0: Wavelength. Cool. Right, so. um, Predictions for Athlone, Kevin, and then prediction: Darren will go to you for Athlone and then Kevin go back to you for Bray and then Darren, etc. So
1: who's going first, Jack? Confusing the you. life of the video. <laughs> um, <What>? 2, <coughs> two and 3 And
2: Darren? Pitch on play with the water, like <laughs> <laughs> the, yes, sure. the world's strongest field. <laughs> no, um, I'm gonna go 3 1 3 on Monday night. Monday night. And... We don't go as scores, gonna we go on, you're Go on, on as well. you've written uh... one in front of you, ready to go <laughs> <laughs> in, <laughs> the, <laughs> in the current. is gonna score two, and that's that. And like that's going to happen, like
0: and Kev will go to you with Bray and you can give us goal scores this time if you want.
1: Uh, the only thing, the only goal score I'm going to give is I feel like Red Handling is going to score against that loan. That's the only goal score I'm giving. Okay. Other than that, I'm going to... Other he than that, I'm going to... Jair, play Jair. Jair. He,
2: scored. he done this last year and Red scored. So, both
1: yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I'm going to go play safe against Bray and say a nil-all draw, which oh. I would be the <laughs> Jesus. I
0: hope we get no bus if it's going to be nil, i drop.
1: I point up in and bed, like the chipper no, lovely no matter yeah, what. No. It's a lovely it's like... chipper, yeah. If it's this cold, I'm not going to play, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs>
0: it's
2: supposed
1: Actually... to be a bad week, isn't it?
2: Yeah, well,
0: uh, we're look... supposed to be promoting this to
1: try
2: and get people to go on that. <laughs> It's no, but I think how you get on supposed it. to clear up Fridays, but the weather's supposed to break and the sun's yeah, supposed to come back out on Friday. To be 28
1: that's... degrees and meant to be 28 degrees and sunny just in Bray on Friday. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> but one, if you go up by bus, yeah,
0: <laughs> darn your prediction. A Bray, uh,
2: 2 1 and to and we're gonna go. Do you know what? India's gonna score a lot of goals in the next few games, like India again, 2 1 Monday. Anyone that's does... Bray.
1: Did one anyone that actually? Did Darren actually get it right against Watford, or did he say one all?
0: No, he said two one. So Darren said one all. So then he said, "Oh yeah, two one." I'll go positive two one. I, don't I changed
2: know. it today. I don't See, I know. know I, I don't know. know. Yeah.
0: If he's listened to it back,
2: because I, I one made one minute the job. that he's... is because I'm not listening to that whole podcast back just to find that. <laughs> you if say... you think
1: I'd ever listen? If you think I'd ever listen to that nonsense for an hour, I don't know why anyone does. <laughs> Um
0: perfect. So let's we um we we'll... Can we just
2: talk about the world's strongest man competition? Oh, yeah. Why is going on there? Like... <laughs> I mean the pitch is what are you gonna
1: do? Roll the pitch first or something?
2: <laughs> With <Barnes>. the <laughs> Well i don't what want to leave this one about?
1: because I said more than enough last week about this.
2: <laughs> I mean what who in God's name said, do you know what? The pitch is in tatters, so what we'll do is there's all the fucking steroid you know, things you know in know and we leave them throw sure things around the pitch. You know exactly
1: who said it. Small small G. Yeah,
2: small doggy G. What's he doing?
1: Small like... pussed up G. Yeah. <laughs> G. Yeah.
0: God. You never know, they might take something the to The with the same,
2: us. his last name is the same first name as David. Him. Yeah. Him. That's the one. <laughs> What? Who in God's name thought this was a good idea? Like, in the pitch, right? is it in
1: August or something? It's in August,
2: yeah. But sure, like the pitch is actually, going to take about another two months to be right. Anyway,
1: you know, nothing. You know, nothing to do with anything. You know who I don't like, actually. Dude. This is nothing to do with three D United now or the match <laughs> of or the people in here. You know that politician that that's on RT, George Lee. I don't like him.
2: Oh yeah, he's he does be on RT, doesn't he? No, I don't like him. Nothing to do with anything. I'm also not the biggest fan of Michael Healy Ray. He's a bit mad,
1: isn't he? Yeah. There's the politician mm-hmm. from RT. Stuff, like. If anyone wants to send solicitors' letters, there's a politician from RT I'm speaking about. <laughs> <laughs> <But we're> like, <laughs> uh, these these fellas, like they push over trucks and stuff,
0: don't they? They drag trucks and they flip barrels over a, a, a metal or a, a plank of wood and, yeah, roll barrels and carry them and...
2: When well, I'm no, ringing the guards today, that and I'm telling them there's a load of needles in the America's feet, and they're shove <laughs> them into their arms, and we're getting them all out. Bon, they're going to they're gonna be driving things around the place. Like they might take some of the sand off for us. They will. They'll take the whole pitch warming <laughs> up. What? Like who? In, I don't know. I don't. Know. Uh, I've had my rent about it. No. Delighted.
0: So we will uh, talk to you. We'll, we'll probably get a podcast, maybe Monday week or. What the something. sad thing
2: is, we're definitely going to go and watch it as well, aren't we? No, we're not. Not
0: There might be some rugby match on that we can go watch. Uh,
2: yeah, oh, I wanted to watch to the world's strongest men. I just stand
1: teams. in front of a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am
2: ringing the cars anyway. They're going up, and there's illegal drugs being used to push trucks, and I'm getting this stopped. I'm putting this stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and right. we're the stop to. Whoever Wait. we're playing the week after, we're going to win two 0 We need to stop. We need to go.
1: (laughs) Um, at least this week the solicitor's letter wasn't my (laughs) (laughs) fault.
2: I'm just referring to I'm gonna send in the solicitor's letter after the politician for anyway. So it's all well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get his address.
0: Right. (laughs) We will leave it there so and we will talk to y'all hopefully inside the market field Monday night at quarter eight when we take on that loan and there will be details of a bus going up, so keep
2: an eye on the blue army page for Friday night. Whoever is in the ground can book their seat for the bus when we're taking the memberships. So we'll have two pages going. So you can book your seat for the bus and you can buy your membership. If perfect. How
0: oh, was that, Jimmy? It's perfect. Couldn't have said any better myself. Thank you. Enjoy that.
2: No. Uh, very bye hard. now. Bye now. See bye you bye. Later. bye.